watch, worship my entire life. What I had no gain in any way. I'm still uh, very impoverished and very sorrowful. Despite engaging in so much Radha and Sadhana Bhajan, whom have I served? So if one works a sad bhakti, if one serves on a worthy service, then one will get a worthy fruit of that seva. And if one serves one who is unworthy of that service, then he will get an unworthy fruit. We will only get this asats follow. Therefore, therefore instead of being happy, they will always be uh, unhappy. They will be drowning in these anarthas. They cannot even escape from these anarthas. Therefore, if one his entire life, even one moment, he engages, he is in the association of sadhu. For even one moment, one is served the sadhus and if he is in satsanga, and if he follows his orders, then if he tries to follow even a little, then the fruit is so great, cannot even be estimated, can never end, this fruit can never perish of being in the association of a sadhu and serving him for even less than a moment. So Sukhdeva Goswami, he said, we are talking, you have served so many sadhus in your kingdom. Maharaj Nigar, he gave so much in charity, that even the particles of dust in this world could not have been equal to the amount of charity he had given. But what happened in the end? There in Dwarkapuri, he, he, he became a lizard in, a, in the well. There he became a chameleon. Or a, became an iguana. So in this way, many of we performed this seva satsang. So, uh, he gave so much in charity. And because of that, the sadhus and the brahmans, the bhaktas, they all came and they said, Oh king, I'll come to ask something from you. So he said, if you want anything, wealth, even my kingdom I can give you, just give me the order. He said, I don't want all these things. I don't want anything that is temporary. And what do you want? So just give me one copy of the Bhagavatam. Anyhow, make this arrangement for me to receive a copy of the Bhagavatam. So I will offer myself to the Bhagavat and I'll spend my life in their service. It means in the service of the Bhaktas. Because yesterday he has compiled the Bhagavad and he has given it for everyone. In twelve cantos, 
there are more than hundred histories regarding the lives of Mahabhagavats. The glorification of Mahabhagavats has been given in these twelve cantos in more than a hundred ways. So one has faith towards these Mahabhagavats in any way. Then his life is successful. Or else by serving those who are asat, who are not, who are non-devotees, then one will life of life, he'll be ruined. He'll only be uh, rotating in this right point for many species of lives. In the cycle of birth and death, he will be entangled. So thinking, where can I find this Bhagavad? So in the, in the Ganta Bhagavad, if you see, uh, the lives of the Bhaktas have been described. So by listening to the glorification of these Bhaktas, by praying to them, and they say, my life will be successful. By thinking about them, praying to them. So then Riga Maharaj, you came to the palace and he told the queen, that today one devotee has come to our house, so you must feed him. For his happiness, you must give Bhagavad and charity. So, the king and the queen, they wrote this Bhagavad. And then they had to write everything on leaves and make a copy. Because at the time there was no printer. So, they wrote everything on board, Patra, on these leaves and they gave this Bhagavad in charity. So then that sadhu became very happy and he blessed the king. You will get the fruit of giving me this Bhagavad in charity. Means the Priya Bhaktas, by serving the Bhaktas, the fruit that you get, this Bhagavan himself will be happy. He will give his mercy, he will bestow his mercy on you. He blessed him in this way and he left. The king would give so much charity, he would give innumerable calls in charity. So one day, he, he, he gave so many calls in charity to Brahman. And so he, he was bringing more calls from the king. And you know, he gave this uh, calls in charity to another Brahman also. So then the next day in the morning, he gave like charity, he continued giving charity to Brahmins. So the first Brahman, Although he had like many cows, still one of these cows had gone astray and uh, had entered the group of cows that belonged to another Brahmin. So both of them start fighting and they came to the king. The king folded his hand and he said, it's only one cow. So just take as many cows as you want to sell one cow. And then he said, no, we are not greedy Brahmins. What are you saying? We just want that cow back. Give my cow back. And he said, what can I do? This cow has only been given charity to another Brahmin. And he said, all right, just give him this cow back. He told the other Brahmin, you can take as many cows as you want. He said, no, I only want this cow. He was a one who is uh, unhappy. He'll always be suffering. He'll never be happy. So if I don't get the cow back, I'll always be suffering. So, If you try for more, then you probably lose this Paramartha. 
And if you even accept less, then still you lose this paramartha, the spiritual advancement. So in the situation, not, even if you get more, even if you get less, you'll only be suffering, crying out, alas, alas. And you lose your spiritual advancement. So first be content with whatever you receive. So I say, the two Brahmins didn't give the cow back. So they only want this back, this cow. And the end, they cursed. So they cursed the king that you're always changing your colors. So you become a chameleon, give it. So you become a chameleon and where did he go fall? Inside a well in Dwarkapuri. Inside the, the, the well. So once Krishna's grandsons and sons, small boys, they were playing. And then they had this ball, one small ball. And, uh, and then this, so they say, while they were playing, the ball fell inside the well. And the ball fell inside the well then. And then they said, they saw that the, they saw one lizard there inside the well. Then they went and called Krishna, Oh Baba. So then said, what happened? So then he was thinking, why are they calling me Baba? I used to call Nanda, my father is Baba. Now they are also calling me Baba in Dwarka. So then they said, Baba, you come with us. Even the Sakas didn't have that much strength to pull Krishna, but the sons easily pulled him to the well. I said, you see here, what is that? Once, once you know, the lizard is always changing its color, this chameleon. It's green, blue, white. And then it becomes red. And shaking its head. And it's also, because he gives so much in charity. So one who gives in charity in his previous life, then he'll be very fat in this life. He cannot even move his body then. Because he's given so much charity in his previous life. So all the fruit has now entered inside his body. And one who's always stealing and, 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 uh, and you see, one who's always, uh, holding things, who's always storing things, he'll always be thin. Why? No matter how much he eats, he'll never gain weight. He'll never be fat his entire life. Why? Because he has always taken the things of others. <laughs> he's made others suffer. So how will he ever be happy? So he'll always be thin. But he had given so much charity, so he became so fat, he got stuck inside the well. So, so Krishna looked at this chameleon, this lizard, and he started laughing. See the fruit of giving in charity. One of his in charity, still he, he gave in charity, but still, he didn't know how to respect. He was thinking, I'm giving in charity. You see, if it is meant in your destiny to give in charity, to give something in charity, then you are meant to give it, and someone is meant to receive it. So who are we to say that I am the giver and he is the receiver? So Krishna is not laughing. He saying, see, just see, he gives so much in charity, and see, fruit of the charity is became so fat, he cannot even move his body anymore. You see, if you go to America there, you see, they are all butter pots in America. 300 kilos, 400 kilos, 500 kilos. They cannot even move their bodies. Three people should lift one arm. Another three people should lift another arm. Another three people should lift his legs. You see, even though he eats very less, he eats only little and he drinks little, still he is still a butter pot. 
actually cannot move his body, even though he is in his, he is very young. So he is suffering so much, he cannot even move from one place to another. And one is shouting, and you see another is taking so much protein, he is taking tablets, he is eating very rich food, but still he is always thin. And he cannot, you see he is always, he is a miser, and he is always depressed. He's prone to get angry. Why? Because he has stolen so much. And he has not given anything to others. He's a great miser. And in this life he's gotten that fruit. At least do something in this life still he will not do. He, even even though it may go rotten, still he will not give to anyone. Not give anything to anyone in charity. He has many clothes but still you see he will not wear. It's not meant even when it's very cold, still he will not put blanket on his body or a jacket. So if you see, he's a wealthy person, he has to suffer. But one who's poor, he's always happy. Whatever he gets, he wears. Whatever he has, he eats. But the rich person, he cannot do like the poor person. So in Krishna, what did he do? He touched that chameleon. And immediately he was free from that curse. And then he did parikama of Krishna. And he offered many stavastutis. He prayed. And then he said, I prayed. I served on bhakta and little. And because of the fruit that said, Prabhu, you gave me darshan. And I have come here to Arkapur. He said, I cannot become. You have given me so much mercy. You gave me the fruit. Serving your bhaktas. And just give this mercy to me. That life after life. That wherever your servants are, your bhaktas are, I can always stay with them and serve them. I don't desire anything else. Parangurudev, he had one disciple. He used to send Junchuda, he used to serve so much. Let's say, come, let's go preaching, then he'd go, and he'd go play Mridanga also, and the whole day he'd be playing with one tal, one beat. He didn't know two tal, three tals. Even he played the whole day, but only one tal. And if he would cook, he would put water inside eggplant. And then he would fry the eggplant in water. And then he would say, oh, why is this eggplant not being fried? So once we go house to house. So he came back from Kirtan. Then he said, Baba, have you cooked? Then we saw there was nothing inside the pot. There was only water and some eggplants inside. He said, what can I do? I put these eggplants inside inside this water and the more water I add the more they are floating on the surface here I have put water inside the entire pot but still the eggplants are floating on top so in this way he couldn't cook that eggplant it was very simple sadhu so he thought once let me go to Baraj I will go stay in Baraj I will do Bhajan there so he went Two months he came walking all the way from Navdeep to Braj. And he stayed in different places in Braj. And he was thinking, why did I come here? I take Madhukari and I only feed myself. I do Mala Mantra, but what is the fruit in doing this? I haven't served the Bhaktas. And I've left that service and I've come here. And again two months he started walking. And he reached and Navadeep and then Param Gurudev asked him, Have you attended Siddhi now? 
He said, no, Gurudev. I saw that I was alone with me. I was only feeding my own self. And I was sleeping, eating. But I wasn't there with the bhaktas, the assertion serving them. And without being the assertion serving them, life is useless. So therefore I returned back to Navadip from Brindavan, from Braj. So and he said, Gurudev, as you wish, I'll do now. But without being in the association of bhaktas and serving them, I cannot. So then he'd go piksha, he'd do, he'd wash pots, he'd cook. Even if there won't be anyone doing kirtan, he'd do kirtan alone himself. After Mangalata in Matra, he'd do kirtan alone. He'd speak Harikata all alone. And then he'd wash the pots, and then he would start cooking. And then he'd gone piksha, he'd return at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. He he won't fight with anyone. He didn't have any enemies. So see that for that person, so Amriga, he was thinking, this person is so fortunate. He asked me for this Bhagavat and because of giving this Bhagavat to me, I received your darshan. I was thinking, what is there in the Bhagavat? But really now I'm realizing that the Bhagavat is full of the glorification of the Bhaktas. By listening to the glorification of the Bhaktas, then I pray, I can pray to you now. I become servant of the servant of your bhaktas. And now this is the fruit of giving that Bhagavad to him. So I will give him the blessing. Now I will always pray to you. What Krishna say? He said, Go to Golok Vrindavan, Nitya Braj. There are many Mahabhagavad's bhaktas. You will find many of them there. Shukriya Thakur in Sarvadarshani, he says, Krishna, he could have kept him there in Dharaka because Bhaktas are also there. But you see, there's gradation of Bhaktas. There's speciality. The Bhaktas, they become the dearest states of Bhagavan, but still, the Nishkinchen, Nakinchen, Europex, impartial Santas, if you want to see them, then you have to go to Braj. They don't want anything. Says Bhagavad Seva, they don't know anything else. Only desire to please Prabhu. Except this, except pleasing their Prabhu, they don't know anything else. On this, many Rishimarshis, they came to Krishna. We do in Dwarka. They were Larit and Gautam. And so many rishis, they came there. When Krishna went to Mithila, so many rishis went with him. If any go and go, if you go to any place, you won't go alone. Krishna said, with the bhaktas, I cannot remain alive. In Brasha, I have my pranasakas, priyanarvasakas, and all these Brahmashri Rajashis. So if I have, how can I have the assertion? Such bhaktas and be happy. So Bhagavan is at the assertion of these bhaktas. So they asked, they came and they asked Krishna. If in this world, anywhere, you send me anywhere, I'm not, uh, I don't, I, I wish to go to any place you send me. But just make, give me this blessing that I will not be under the control of my karma.
Vaidin Krishna, he said, go to Nityabraj and so be with the bhaktas and so learn something. Like, see, he said, Uttam. So Prabhupada is saying, whole life is served. He never spoke lies. He never cheated anyone. He never troubled anyone. He never gave suffering to anyone. But still, why am I suffering so much? From, from difficulties. Why? And Prabhupada says, Have you ever served the Satpurusha, the Bhaktas? Only serve the demons, wicked people, boogies. And those are very selfish. Only serve such kinds of such kind of people. And what is the fruit of serving such kind of people? See, once the king came to an old lady. So the king he served this old lady very much, and the old lady blessed him. Oh, you blessed me so nicely. Now I'll give you this blessing that you'll become the uh, you'll become policeman now. So you see, he was a king, but now the lady is blessing him that she become he become a policeman. So one will give mercy according to his adhikar, but the bhaktas will not give such blessings. They will only give bhakti. They won't even give mukti. They give bhakti. So Prabhupada saying we associate with the non-devotees. Therefore, Maharaj Parikshit. Swami, he spoke about the glories of the sadhus so so much and still he was never tired. He explained the gradations of these sadhus, their qualities. From beginning, from the first canto, he has described the glories of Narada and all the other sadhus. And Narada was born, who is Vyasadev, who is Sukadev Goswami. He has given everyone's, he has given a description of everyone's lives. He explained about the lives of Truha, Prahla, Chitaketu. So this way, by listening to the bhaktas, their glories, and if one becomes their, uh, if follows them in practices, their instructions in their lives, if they try for this, then they will automatically be bathed in this flow of mercy and they will be pure. And they'll always be happy. They'll always go on this path of advancement. Therefore, when Sanatana Goswami and Mahaprabhu spoke this Sanatana Siksha to him for two months, when he came there to Raj, then he came to Mahaprabhu and he said, You've given me so many things day and night, but still I cannot, I've forgotten many, I may forget many of these teachings. How can I retain everything that you have spoken? And he said, no. How is this satsanga? If you remember, then this all will again appear in front of you. The non-devotees, they engage in, in uh, activities unfavorable to devotion. But those are sadhvaktis, the devotees, they engage in very virtuous activities. So by go to Vraj, 
Krishna bless the king and then everyone will come on the path of your remembrance. I bless you for this. For your seeing Brother Bhagavatam. Sanatan Goswami. Mahaprabhu told Sanatan Goswami to go to Vraj. And remember the bhaktas there. So he said, Brother Bhagavatam, you see, Sanatan Goswami has given the gradation for all the bhaktas in very detailed way. He has shown the speciality of all the different dhams, the bhaktas, their glories. So Prabhupada is saying that we are not striving to serve the bhaktas. Therefore we are serving entities and objects separate from the bhaktas. So there is no need to praise such living entities because they are actually very unfortunate if they don't serve Bhagavan and his bhaktas. What is the fruit of praising such people? Parikshit Maharaj, Sukhdeva Goswami told Marikshit Maharaj that serving the devotees is the door to liberation. And associating with the non-devotees and those who are attached to women is the door, leads to hell. If one serves the Mahat Bhaktas, then the door to liberation is wide open. But what is the door that leads to hell? This is the association of those who are wholly attached to women. That leads to hell. Because one's mind will only go there. Therefore, so what is the fruit? You see there, Parikshit Maharaj put a dead snake on top of this Samya, uh, this uh, Rishi's neck. And what is the fruit? You see, he actually insulted him. He didn't serve him. But still, you see, by this uh, blessings of this Rishi, he received the association of Sukhdeva Goswami. Although this Rishi's son cursed him, Parikshit to die in seven days, still he has seen the association of all the Rishi Maharshis, headed by Sukhdeva Goswami. So one is very unfortunate if he's in associating and serving the non-devotees. If his intelligence is not very nice, and if he has many separate desires, desires separate from serving Krishna, attached to Sansar. So by thinking about these people, our consciousness will also be like theirs. Then according to the karma, we'll have to taste. So karma follow book. See, a tree is known by its tree. Fruits follow in a parichayate. So I say, who have I served my entire life? And the fruit will accordingly come in our, in our hands. We serve the sadhus and you get sadhvriti, sadgun. You will always be happy. You will always have this Sadhu Sangha then. And Prabhupada is saying, there are some, there are some people who, who transgress Guru's orders and are only trying for their own Pratishta. They do many things for this. Our Guru is very absorbed in bhajan, but he doesn't think about the material world so much. When I open a dharmashala, I'll give in charity, I'll give food and water in charity. The Guruji has not done all these things. So I'll do many things that Guruji has not done. What will be the fruit? 
So one he he shows himself to be very courageous. But then what is the fruit of such false courage? He loses his bhakti, he loses his bhakta seva, and he's also associating with all these devotees, womanizers, demons. They get Bhagavad Prasad, or this Bhagavad Katamrat, this Bhagavad Kitan, and they'd be benefited. But we have arranged everything for that sense enjoyment, gratification. And as a result, one, he transgresses the orders of Guru, is deprived of Guru's blessings, and he becomes overly courageous, and and his consciousness becomes very hard, and then devoid of the sasa, must very dry. becomes like wood, dry like wood. And it becomes very harsh. And it speaks very... You see the karmis, they work very hard. And they are always shouting so much. And they become very angry. And they don't even know what they are saying themselves. Because karma... As I say, karma... The money earned by karma... Very difficult to earn money. And it's very difficult to even spend that money, the one has heard. This is the unfortunate condition of the karmis. But the bhaktas are not like this. They say the bhaktas, consciousness is suffused. This rasa becomes very humble, very gentle, and becomes full of all good qualities. He will not complain, and, and it will not seem that his head is exploding. It, it seems that his skull is going to break open. Why? He's thinking, oh, I'm very brave. Without me, these things cannot happen. I'm doing everything. Say, this great fortune that the bhaktas have engaged us in service. Or else where would I be? I'd be a slave of Maya and be serving Maya. Prabhupada said that, oh, why, why be so brave? Then you see the fruit will be very undesirable. Then you'll jump into this ocean of suffering. You've not, uh, you've, you've accepted wicked people to be your dear friends. And so who will suffer for this act? You yourself. For Vakta Thakur is written. Sometimes people, they open they give so much charity like food, medicine, clothes but still if one gives a little to a sadhu then that is his great fortune then he'll get sukriti but if but it is pretty difficult to have such sukriti by just giving charity to ordinary people like you see Bali Maharaj he gave so much charity and Vamandev himself came there to accept charity from him and and what did he do? He always kept him with him. And what did he say? Bali Maharaj. He said, Oh Prabhu, you gave me everything. It's very nice. But let me also pray for something. 
کہ میں اسے آج سم تھنگ فار می And you say, Shiv Thakur is also very intelligent. What does he do? He, is, he engages everyone. In Seva. So they say, Bali Maharaj, he, he asked Vamandev, he questioned that since you have accepted me, you should also know and listen to what I have to say. You will have to be my sentry, my gatekeeper in this kingdom. Morning, afternoon, night, you should always be there. I'll make a singhasan for you on top of this door, on every gate, and you'll have to be sitting there. And while you're, and you should stretch your legs out. And they say, as we exit every entry, then your foot dust will fall on our heads. And then this way, when you, every time I'm leaving my palace, I always see you. I'll have your darshan. Or else, I may do anything independently. So for if I'm meeting, I'll just see you, I'll eat something. If I'm wearing something, I'll see you and I'll cover myself. Anywhere I go, I'll only look at you and I'll do that. I'll never act independently. Therefore, to accept someone as your master, as your Swami, as your Prabhu, then it is a matter of great fortune. But not wicked people. You should not accept wicked people as your Swami or Prabhu. And Prabhupada is saying, the next day, that the Dikshit Bhaktas, they share it. Bhaktas, they will, is there a rule that they should offer Shrad to their parents? So Prabhupada is saying, those who are initiated, who are taken shelter of the Holy Name, then after 10 days, if someone has passed away, then after 10 days, on the 11th day, they should offer Mahaprasad to their diseased, to their diseased relatives who died. And this is how the Bhaktas, the Brahmins. And if one doesn't chant Harinam, if he's uninitiated, then what will that person do? And then they will do this. They'll offer something to the forefathers. And what if all uh, relatives, family members are smarters and impure? So if they lose their parents, they should they offer shat like the smarters, like the orthodox brahmanas, saying no. Bhaktas have accepted Mahaprasad their entire lives. Therefore, they should also offer Mahaprasad to their ancestors or to the near and dear ones who have died. By following the smarthas and offering Pindadan, this will not do. Don't do this. Only offer Mahaprasad. Why should we? We should never think of the Bhagavad Bhaktas. We should never offer Shatarpan to the Bhagavad Bhaktas. This is the Vichar of the Sutras. 
that for 13 days they will be in a state of lamentation they'll eat once a day they will not accept Mahaprasad and they'll offer shah to the ghosts and they'll offer unoffered food to their ancestors this is not appropriate for the bhaktas for 10 days or 10 days or 11th day they will offer this Mahaprasad and serve the bhaktas the eleventh day after the death of their relatives. So Prabhupada is saying, if I have a desire to do bhakti, then to do bhajan, then for satsang, then at that time, because the body and mind, the material, they cannot experience or grasp a prakrit vastu, transcendental realm, is beyond their reach. And therefore they don't find any taste in practicing bhakti, or have any ruchi. That time they're always fighting. They're fighting with their body, with their minds, they're always unhappy. They say everyone is opposing them. They don't let them do Hari Seva. Even when they start chanting mantras, they fall asleep. When they go to Sushi then someone else will fight with them. And one will go for Hari Kirtan, then someone will insult them. Then this is not favorable for us, pleasurable for us. So Prabhupada is saying, Learn to tolerate. You notice that you should learn to go according to Bhagavan's desire. This is tapasya, this is sadhana. Then, we are on the proper path. Let me be fixed on this proper path of devotion. And even if this is unfavorable, and the mind is unfavorable. Still, by the mercy of Gaurari and the Bhaktas, gradually, your Sanskar Sukriti will be strengthened and everything will become favorable for you. Favorable for the cultivation of Navada Bhakti. So Prabhupada is saying, Milk is white. And she says tuna. There's some, if you see this white powder, that is also, that also looks white. But, do they act the same? No. Milk is entirely different from this powder. Similarly, one may put tilakon, kanti, may dress as sadhu. But, just by seeing him, He, he may even behave like a sadhu, he may speak very sweetly. And uh, he makes everyone happy. But Prabhupada is saying that he must, he must check to see if 
you see that what is practicing, what is preaching, what is preaching is entirely different from what is practicing. Therefore, milk and buttermilk are not the same. Buttermilk is very diluted. They look white, but they look the same, but they are entirely different. Similarly, the bhaktas don't have this, uh, they are not uh, detached and renounced. If they are only trying to enjoy, like the bogies. And they become absorbed in such boga. And if they offer all their, all their selves, their very selves and all things in the service of Bhagavan as Bhaktas, then they will be guilty of all these different faults of possessing faulty knowledge, engaging wicked activities. All these different faults will enter inside them and ruin them. And sometimes, by Sanskar Sukriti, they would have advanced little. But then, because of because of accepting everything for their own enjoyment, then they gradually fall away. So they accept everything in their own seva. And as a result of such behaving in such way, then they fall greater into greater and greater depths of hell. Then they cannot even escape from that. They are entangled. So one should not be far from mundane, mundane things. You may get mundane followers. You get many followers, but still, Always be thinking, always be in the association of Parambandav, Guru Varga, your dear most friends, always be in their association, in the association of Bhagavan himself. So if we leave our Guru Varga and go to someone, another person who is falsely possessing to be a sadhu, then that person will steal his away from the Guru Varga and he'll also make us an enjoy like himself. He makes some excuses. See Jagatananda Pandit, he got to Mahabharu, he made a nice pillow, nice bed, nice quilt for Mahabharu. Mahabharu, on seeing them, he told Govinda, throw everything away. Then anyhow, he bought some banana leaves, and then he put these banana leaves inside Mahabharu's way, sort of cloth. And then Mahabharu, he said, The Jagadananda, he desires that I become a Dari Sanyasi. Dari Sanyasi is an imposter. So slowly, he's, he's, gradually he'll start bringing me these pillows, beds, and he'll bring a bed. And he'll say, should I bring a lady to serve you, Seva Dasi? Should I bring oil to massage you? This way he'll make me, he'll try making me fall away from this path of bhakti. Therefore, Prabhupada is saying, not, you should not think of satsang only to mean people. Even those things that are unrelated to Krishna, they are also satsang. Because they are the objects of your senses. If you are if you're having, if you are, if something naturally comes to you, then you should not think that I have strived to achieve it, to attain it. I will think of this as Bhagavan's mercy. Therefore, what is the prime, what is one of the symptoms of a Krishna Bhakta? He's always alert to receive the association of non-devotees, Sadhatsana. See, they become Babaji's, Mataji's. They wear white clothes, they accept this bake, dress of a mendicant, and they do yugal bhajan together. So, 
So Prabhupada is saying, such people are on the opposite path of bhakti. They have no renunciation, they have not performed austerities, they haven't practiced anything in their own lives. So they say, well, how can they be praised? But don't criticize them also. Don't even remember them, or else they will qualities into your heart. If you see them, don't discuss about their lives. Or else if you criticize them, then you are also remembering them, then they are entering your hearts. Day and night you are only remembering, oh, this follower of Kali, follower of Kali, follower of Kali, then you also become follower of Kali. See, one person is only thinking about eggplants, 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 frying them, frying them, frying them, then he becomes an eggplant himself. So if one comes to Haribajan, then what does he do? Then, rather than doing Haribajan, he is always criticizing others or praising others. And they say, don't bring him on the path of your remembrance. For those who are coming to the Mott temple, then at all times, let's have faith in Bhagavan. Except for the Bhagavan, Bhaktas, except for Bhagavan, these Bhaktas don't have place for anyone else in your heart. Because life after life, so many people have occupied our hearts. And they have made our hearts their residences. And we cannot make them leave. And what do we do? Rather than making them leave, we are letting more people enter our hearts. And, and then so they are all entering our hearts, many more people. And so let's not do this. At all times you must think of Bhagavan. Don't give shelter to any person you come across. And by your mind, you must always engage in Harikirtan, Harikatha. And by words, and always have place in your heart only for the Hari Bhaktas. How can you know who the Hari Bhaktas? Just by remembering Hari Bhakta, you remember Sri Hari himself. By being there, says Hari Bhaktas, Lavruchi. For service of Sri Hari. By seeing them, by touching their feet, by their association, naturally you will have a tendency for Bhagavad Seva, Bhagavad Kirtan, Bhagavad Nam, Bhagavad Dham. You'll have Rishi for all these things. Your mind will be changed. Therefore, don't have any if you serve materialistic people or if you seek shelter from them then you will only have apiman you will also become proud like them so Prabhupada is saying anything we do we should see if Bhagavan desires that we do this thing or not if we will be happy or not by what we are doing then we are surrendered Our mind, our words, our bodies, everything. Bhagavan is examining us. He is seeing us. 
then how is he engaging himself? How is he absorbing himself? If you become a slave to the mind, body, senses, then Prabhu is very far away from us. And we are cheated. So don't be a slave of anyone. I think now, now I will go to Bhajan, Bhakti Bhajan. On my own, I'll go on Vraj Yatra. Then what will happen? If there's no desire of Bhagavan, then after two days you'll leave Raj. Jayadanta Pandit is leaving Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu said, go to Vrindavan, but don't stay there for long. And don't claim on Gordon to see Kupal. Don't stay in Vrindavan for long. Immediately, return. And don't climb Gordon to have Darshan Kupal. So we may do things according to our own desire. But if you go everywhere, no, at least if you go to Vraj, you should have this Vraj Darshan. And so when Bhakta came with a big group, the Darshan Bhanki Bihari. Then they said, just say, he's Bhagavan himself, Bihari. Bhanki Bihari. Then, then they asked an old man, do you see him? He said, oh, I don't see Bhagavan here. Then the old man, he said, oh, he said, no, uh, there in my village, I had a nice field, so many cows, calves, had such nice plants, trees, but now you brought me in front of this stone, and you're making me see this stone sculpture. So, see, how is he helping me? Just by seeing him, how will I be fed? How will I be maintained? Why you brought me from my village? And why are you making me see this? So he's still absorbed in his own misconceptions. So, Prabhupada is saying, Zulajatra should be favorable. First Krishna Nishilam. If it is unfavorable, if Bhagavan doesn't desire, and still, as Anadhikaris, what will he do? So Prabhupada is saying, there is month of Chetra. This might was my desire to go to Mathura. But it is very hot there. In Mathura, I will go in Mathura in September. But it was in Krishna's desire. So I couldn't go there. So how can I act according? How can I act against his desire? Whatever he desires will happen. My body, mind, soul, they only surrender and offer to him. So as he deserves, I shall act. I will act. And they really, really,